0: The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every
1: pass, shot, and dribble – is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
2: for 99 cents per month each. AT&T Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com/iphone for details. knowledge From fatherhood to politics, shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy town's on speaking to the grown and sexy. Hey, we gon' laugh, hey, cut up and kick it, and at the end we leave it with just a lift. Your spirit make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Hey, can't hey, no bitch, do what you do. Hey, hey,
3: Welcome to Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Flame Monroe, along with my gorgeous and beautiful co host. What's her name? Lauren Hogan. Hi, Flame. <laughs> Hi, Lauren Hogan. Girl, I missed you. I have not seen you in a week. Where have you been? Oh, my God.
4: Child, it ain't been me. Well, actually, I take that back. I have been working, but you've been working too. That's why we haven't seen each other. So.
3: Yeah, I what had a you project. Been doing? I had a project that you signed me up for that, oh my God, they beat me. Like I was like a lion and I was in a cage and they had a whip and a chair and I loved it. No, I recorded an audio book that I think is going to be pretty great. So you guys, when it comes out, we'll talk about that more in detail and it just consumed me. And it was the, the hardest money I've had to work for in a long time. Let me be very honest.
2: But it
4: was something that you wanted to do though, right? And so overall- I, did, I,
3: wanted to, I wanted to know what it was like to do a, um, a, re, a audio recording. And Joe Coy, when we interviewed him, you remember he told us it was challenging. And then yeah. Tiffany had told me how challenging it was. But, ooh, I'm mad at both of them because they didn't tell me it was hard. They just said challenging. There's a difference between hard oh. and challenging.
4: They needed to do, uh, use a different adjective for you that was more descriptive
3: than challenging. It kicked my ass. Let me just be honest. I wanted to quit last Wednesday, the day before my birthday. And I had a birthday last week. I was at work on my birthday. Good god, it was hard work, but it was good and I think it's going to be great. The story of the book is great. So hopefully when it comes out you guys will bad. We'll talk about it as it gets closer. He won't drop it to the end of August. So we'll talk about it as we get closer. And I know you've been working, but we're going to get on to the news cuz there's so much going on in this world right now in this country and good god, Lauren Hogan. I see you looking at the news just like I'm looking at the news. We'll we'll save January 6th till the end let's oh, we, start gonna,
4: we we're going we going end with the crazy white people okay no problem
3: okay so <laughs> let's start with oh, let's start since you brought up crazy white people let's start with crazy white people this okay. week in the news there's a woman whose son i think it, her son was 17 or 18 who was leaving all kind of encrypted messages and talking about he was going to shoot up a school and this white woman turned her son into the police and she is broken hearted behind it. He said t- he hates her. But this woman possibly have saved many lives. Who know If it's just one, it's somebody else's life. So hats off to that mother for... And I know that was heartbreaking because it would be hard for me to turn in one of my children. But... How we living now is just terrible. So I I I commend that mother for that because yeah. she went in, she saw something that was wrong, and she knew she couldn't handle it. At least she had courage enough to do that. And I know that was hard because she may lose her son, speaking to her forever. But she saved somebody's life, possibly even his.
4: So the story is: uh, the woman's name is Nicole Schubert, and she was a Washington mom who's was forty-one. She reveals heartbreaking or excuse me, she reveals heartbreak of having to turn her own son, who was 17, into police after finding his chilling diary, which revealed plans to murder her and shoot up his school. She says he tur- he's turned his life around and is planning to go to college, but I guess it didn't work. So yeah, he planned to carry out the shooting at his Washington school on the 21st anniversary of the Columbine shooting. And the first victim was to be his mother.
3: Mm. Now, now here's the question did she turn him in because he was gonna shoot up the school or she read that oh he gonna kill me first <laughs> oh <laughs> that is terrible flame of but you you know whatever the case may be i'm glad that she had the courage to go follow through that because me as a parent honestly if i had a crazy kid that was planning on doing that i don't even know if i had the courage to turn my own kid in and that's just the truth so i commend that lady i do oh, and wait since we're talking about to-
4: But this is interesting, though. She actually turned him in three years ago. But this story just came out.
3: So has he been locked up all this time?
4: Yeah. So she called her son in 2019 after reading. He was 17, then reading the diary. And it says, though, her son's now 20. He still remains upset with her. She said his life is back on track and actually thanks his mom for the intervention. So I guess he's
3: oh, great. out now. See, see, Hopefully that conversion therapy worked, cause conversion therapy for the other one don't work. <laughs> yeah. Child, That's, but yeah,
4: kudos to her for taking responsibility yeah. for her own kid.
3: And speaking of courageous moms, let's talk about the courageous parents that's in Uvalde that's giving them police officers and all that law enforcement down there pushback about the death of their children. Because from day one, I see it on, on Laugh and Learn, first day, I see it. Baby, they need to be 19 jobs openings and they all need to have uh, go see the wizard because they all need some, some courage. I love that all of it is unfolding, Lauren, and people are seeing those people for who they are, terrified to be shot. I hate the tragedy of it all. But I hope all those law enforcement and police officers down there be replaced. It's just ridiculous.
4: Well, the interesting thing is, though, I, I feel like as more details emerge, it gets worse and worse. Because, you know, there were actually about 400 cops that were there that day. It wasn't just those 19 That's what cops. they
3: said. It's 400,
4: 400
3: cops. law enforcement. Yeah.
4: And they still allowed so, those 19 babies. One
3: 18-year-old, untrained, unskilled, no military, nothing, combat trained uh, shooter. That means everybody's scary. You scared to be shot. Ain't that the job you signed up for?
4: Yeah, and I think especially too after the video footage has now been released, it really just shows how cowardly they were. You got, I mean, and I know there was one officer that shows there was he was looking at his phone and it had like a skull head on it, and people were really going after him. It turns out that that was actually one of the teacher's husbands, and she had just sent him a message saying that you know she was hurt, that she was shot. So he was actually disarmed afterwards and wasn't allowed to go back into the building. And his wife ended up being killed. She was uh, one of the teachers. But to have 400 cops on site and y'all still allow those 19 people to be murdered is crazy. It's just crazy to me.
3: 19 children.
4: Like those were babies. And I know that um, yeah. Uvalde Mayer has put the police chief on administrative leave. So we'll
3: see what happens around that. <laughs> Did this- Well, wait a minute. Did he put him on leave or did he retire? Did he step down?
4: No. The last I saw that he was placed on leave. I don't know if since then he's decided to retire because he was probably trying to protect his pension. So he walked away with something. But the last I saw he was put on administrative leave that was earlier this week. So I don't know if that's changed. I haven't seen it on the news, but
3: we we talked about police reform a year ago when George Floyd was murdered in uh, uh, Minnesota and it's just, it's just ridiculous, and it don't look no better, and that's ridiculous. That wasn't even, and and not to put any color on it, but that wasn't even us. That was uh, brown people, of course. But it's it's ridiculous. That was a brown. The shooter was brown. Did you see where they went after the mother? His mother. They was attacking his mother. Said she should be ashamed of herself. And woo, 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 woo.
4: And the mother basically said, uh, "Don't blame him." Her response to those the- outraged parents was not appropriate either. I understand that she's probably going through a lot. But her response to those parents was not appropriate. She said, "Don't blame him; it it wasn't his fault." And then the parents yelled back at her, "Well, whose fault was it?" And she was saying, "It's the mental; it's the mental." Basically, trying to say her son was mentally ill, and that that was the reason why he did what he did. But
3: uh, so tired of that excuse right there.
4: Yeah. So um, this
3: whole. This whole country mentally ill, and then I did mention Minnesota and George Floyd. Let me bring up this while we move before we move on to the next subject. So today, it was announced that the club, uh, there's an arena in Minnesota that canceled Dave Chappelle's appearance at it's, a for a sold out twenty thousand.
4: Not any venue. This was First Avenue. This was the infamous First Avenue venue where Prince, Moores Day, everybody got their starts in. Yeah, yeah so keep going. Right. Yeah.
3: And three hours before the concert, they canceled because they were getting backlash, apparently getting backlash off social media, not from no one group or no certain one organization, just from people. So my thing is, so y'all had 20 or 30 people who sitting behind a computer with a fictitious name, possibly sitting in their mama's basement or garage who disgruntled about whatever or whomever, who's probably not participating in purchasing tickets at the venue, didn't buy any, don't come to it, don't patronize it, and y'all going to let them dictate at the y'all sold out arena because at the end of the day, it's not about money or, I mean, it's not about color or size or whatever. It's about money. And if you don't want to hear this comic, then just don't purchase a ticket. I thought that that was tacky and completely unprofessional, and I applaud Dave for taking it right up the street having them shows for four nights in a row and give, letting them be honoring those tickets so those people still got their money's worth because as an entertainer, you can be as big as you want to be, but without fans, you're not as big as you think you are because fans keep you alive and, and pay you, and that's how you make your money. I thought it was ridiculous.
4: Yeah, I don't know actually what happened. I know that they, from what I read, they said that they were getting a lot of, like like an influx of complaints for weeks leading up to the show. And they just made the decision three week I mean, three hours before the show was supposed to happen. But the article that I read said that they were getting complaints about this for weeks and it it wasn't like a small number of people. So I don't know why all of a sudden, three hours before the event, they said, don't do this. Um, I don't know if they were facing, you know, possible threats or, or whatever. But like I said, First Avenue is a very legendary venue. You know, Prince was, you know, got his start there. So I don't know what happened, but to your point, I think with all that's going on in the world, um, you know, I support Dave. I don't think anything that he's said in a comedy special or anything that he's done um, has been directly against the transgender community. I don't I don't feel that way. So I am glad that he was still able to honor those ticket sales and his fans were still able to come and see him. But I would be
3: curious to know
4: what the full story is, if that makes sense of why this happened three hours before he was set to take the stage. So, yeah.
3: And as a comedian, I, 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 Dave walked away from everything uh, for what, seven years, five years,
5: mm-hmm. just
3: because he was, when he came back, you, they're not going to stop him. He's already rich. You're not going to break him or cancel him because he's already rich and already has made his mark in history. Uh, I, I don't understand the venue either, Lauren, but I love that Dave was professional enough and remembered that the show must go on and honor those people's tickets because people could have bought, gotten hotel rooms, drove in, that's gas money, bought plane tickets, of course bought outfits. It's just ridiculous, and I think that it's getting away with, with more and more, and I think all more comedians, myself included, all of us need to band together because they're going to censor us, and I don't want to be on stage worried about what I can't say. I want to be on stage worried about what I can say. I
4: yeah, I f- and speaking of comedians, too, um did you see uh what Monique is doing? She finally got her Netflix special
3: and she's doing a new movie with Lee get- Google, uh, I hope we all watch it though cuz at first she told us all to cancel our Netflix subscriptions. I'm just saying, I hope I hope I, I still got mine. <laughs> I do too.
4: But um I do want to I mean I want to say congratulations to her that she finally got her Netflix deal and I don't know if she was she you know When it came to the Netflix issue, I wholeheartedly stood with her because she did have a point. You know, Amy Schumer was getting millions and millions of dollars and they came at her with like a mediocre deal. So I just want to say, I guess they came to a number that was appropriate for Monique. So congratulations to her. And, you know, her and Lee Daniels are back together. And uh, she's doing a new movie. I think it's called Deliverance or something like that. So. um, Well,
3: I making amends with everybody and thank you 50 cent for putting her back on, on the right road because whoo, she was on a slippery slope so and she's talented now i just now the weight of the world is pressure is on her because with after all this hoopla high and backlash and this and that and back and forth she really has the the eyes of the world are watching we waiting on this special so she gonna have to bring the heat to fight and you know what what is what it was her plus is she's naturally funny and i hope that she takes two three months she's naturally a funny person so i hope she takes two or three months and gets with some writers and comes out and blows it out the water because that's what we want we want to see her win and
4: i gotta tell you too she's um she did one of like my favorite christmas movies to watch now because it's just hilarious it's called uh almost Christmas I think it came out in like 2016 or something like that
3: yeah, with, know, Danny Glover.
4: yeah with Danny Glover and Gabrielle Union all, it was hilarious so it's like one of yeah. my favorite little Christmas movies to watch during Christmas time and she was really the person that threaded everything together and made it funny so um, I'm just happy that you know things are starting to work out for her because it's she's been struggling and then she had the whole thing with DL we're not going to get into that we already talked about it but just yeah. happy for Monique so. And even,
3: even with our, even with our history, because we ain't got the, we ain't got the greatest history. She and I, but I've always acknowledged her talent on every interview I've ever brought up on. I've always acknowledged how talented she was. She would get a break. So, look at God. God will open up doors to what you think somebody else is shit. So I'm glad that. I'm glad to hear that.
0: The final season of Power Book Two: Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented method man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt, and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app.
1: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
5: Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. Uh tragically this week
3: we want to uh send prayers out to the family of Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump lost her life this week. Uh allegedly she p- fell down the stairs and um well, well not allegedly. allegedly she did fall down the stairs. She did fall down the stairs. Yeah. And uh it I don't know, she was what was she 73?
4: Yeah, she was 73 and she fell down the stairs. That and that part is kind of baffling to me is just like how did she fall down the stairs? Um, but anyway, I'm not going to turn into a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Girl, theory. I'm
3: 50. I fell up a man down. Oh, shit. I, I, it can happen. I didn't fell up the stairs and down the damn <laughs> <laughs> So, And I'm not laughing because yeah, I'm just saying it could happen. You know, it, you just, you know, you never know the time or the hour. You just don't.
4: Yeah, that's very true. So, I mean, condolences to her family. I saw that
3: she was buried in a gold casket, so... I hope she's you know, you know you know Donald Trump was gonna lay it out. He ain't got to pay alimony no more. Ooh, did I say that?
4: Do you still have to pay alimony after your kids are grown? Or if you get remarried? I don't think you have to pay alimony anymore, do you?
3: Oh girl, I ain't never been married, and I'm hoping I ain't got to pay alimony, palimony, tranny money, none of monies. I wanna keep my money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I
4: mean condolences to her, uh, to her family. Um even despite all the craziness. And I, this might be a good segue into, you know.
3: Well, 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 here's the thing, even with but, her children being, being under attack and, and being, because Donald Trump is their father and all the food, she, she was still their mother. So that's the heartbreaking. Answer. that's still, she was still a mother and she still had children. So prayers to the children, prayers to uh, her family, even with to Trump, you know, Even oh, cool. Y'all don't fight me over this one, but he's still a human being. What kind of human being, but he's still a human being, but So prayers to the family because it's a loss of life and that hurts and that does hurt.
4: Very true. But now on the flip side of that, let's talk about these January 6th hearings and just how much is coming out.
3: My conspiracy theory is like, oh, is that a distraction? Donald Trump got to be the luckiest person on the planet because guess what? Every time they got him jammed to a corner, Something happens to take your man off of it. But January 6th, that train has not stopped. That train... Liz Cheney is driving the hell out that train, Laura. <laughs>
4: well, I got to give credit to Adam Kinzinger today. He was on it. He he was leading the hearings today. And I said, okay. Yeah,
3: I'm the Yeah, it's on
4: my... I'm watching... Uh, you know, Well, MSNBC is on the background. But I got to give uh, them credit. Adam Kinzinger really is, you know, actually making a stand. I know... A lot of people tried to say that him and Liz Cheney's careers were over because they stepped away from the Republican Party. If anything, I think this brought life back into their careers because I was not a Liz Cheney fan. I'm going to be very honest. I wasn't. Because
3: Oh, you said you have have stated that on Laugh and Learn a couple of times.
4: I'm not a Liz Cheney fan, but I will give credit where credit's due and is that she is doing the right thing. I don't know if, you know, I guess Trump pushed her a little bit too far to the right and she didn't want to go that far. But um, I will give her and Adam Kensinger their dues and say that they are doing what they're supposed to by bringing forth all of this different evidence and really stating their case. Now, I need Merrick Garland to grow a pair and do something about it. I will say that because he ain't done nothing. So I, I'm cowardly. curious what he's doing.
3: Th- this country has turned cowardly. I'm, I'm going to be the wizard. I'm going to side pass now courage, a heart, and a brain.
4: And, you know, the crazy part, too, is uh, Merrick Garland was um, Obama's nominee for the Supreme Court originally and that he just couldn't get uh, the Senate to uh, confirm him. He was in you know,
3: the Supreme Court. Look, you know why?
4: Well, uh, it's just baffling to me because, you know, we've got witness tampering. We There's just so much evidence that's coming he out.
2: It
3: gets worse. Yeah, and they say he's still making phone calls to people. All this is just treason. This is Full out treason. And here's my thing. As much as I want Donald Trump to go I want Donald Trump to go to jail as much as I want as much as the next person does. But that is not my, my first priority. My first priority is for y'all to put some charges on him so that he cannot run or hold public office. That is my fear. Cause if if you shoot and miss the target, they say they're trying to make sure they got all their ducks in a row so they don't miss the target. Because if they shoot and miss the target, his base will rally up like crazy. Oh yeah. And he will for sure. Because they're already on high alert and ready.
4: Well, he's already basically said he's running in 2020 for, uh, 2024, which I think is interesting. And then I also saw a poll the other day that it was like uh, those that want Trump versus DeSantis. It still says that 53% of Republicans will vote for Trump over DeSantis. It was like 53 to
3: 23%. When we always I- think we can't first.
4: Well, what I think that's interesting, though, because I really thought that DeSantis had a shot. If like Trump did end up running again, I thought people would vote for DeSantis. He's younger. He pushes the Republican agenda like crazy, and he's better looking than Trump is. I just assumed that they well,
3: were going to Well, but here's the flip side of that. We think DeSantis is stupid. You are the one who made me know that he's Ivy League educated and he's very mm-hmm. smart. He's methodical. He yeah. thinks it out. He, he, he's very, very strategic. So the difference is they can control Trump. They can't control DeSantis because he's smart.
2: I
4: give you that because I think the same thing went for Mike Pence. I think had Mike Pence actually been president, he would have been more problematic than Trump because he actually knew the law and he knew how to get things passed. Trump,
3: yeah. Trump. I mean, anyway, Trump you know. was popular amongst a bunch of, of racist, hateful ass people. That's what he was.
2: Yeah, but Trump,
3: DeSantis is smart. We yeah. and I call him dumb and stupid, but he is methodical and he is strategic, and he's he's pretty brilliant and not brilliant, but bright. So he knows Very how bright. to, like you said, he play this game and he would know how to move these check piece, chess pieces correctly. So he's scarier than Trump to me. He really I, is.
4: I agree wholeheartedly with that. So, but I just still find it interesting that you got 53% of Republicans saying that they still going to stand with Trump over DeSantis.
2: It's very and interesting.
3: Million, and 73 million lunatics voted for that fool. But that's where we are. And that is what's happening. And I need the DOJ and all these people in charge to make this happen. If they put some charges on him, he cannot run for public office. That's all I'm waiting for.
4: Well, I also love that... Um, I don't want to misspell her name. So let me get her name right while I look that up. I love that.
3: The, so uh, the question though, Lauren, if he decides to throw his hat in the ring before they put charges on him, can they charge him after? That's a good question. I don't know. Because, while I mean, before from, he-
4: from what I've heard, though, the plan is to do this before midterm start. So they're trying to get all this stuff out before he can even even announce His bid, because supposedly he's going to announce his bid to run in the fall of this year. He's going to announce so so I don't know we shall definitely see
2: but like I was
4: saying I do got to I mean I'm a little I don't know I got to do I got to give kudos I will say to Fannie um, Willis who's the district attorney in Georgia who is actually bringing a case against Trump and all of his people, she subpoenaed all of his uh, fake electors that try to have uh, overturn Georgia. And she's really coming after him. She's basically doing what the DOJ and Mary Garland should be doing. I'll be honest. She's the same woman that's got these charges against Gunna and um, Young Thug, but I digress. And she's using lyrics against them, I digress. But she's actually bringing forth, you know, charges for Trump. And Mary Garland is not doing that. You know, I've heard Liz Cheney say on um, during these hearings, you know, that anything that we think needs to be sent to the DOJ, we're sending it, we're sending it. So when they had the witness come forward and say, hey, you know, Donald Trump called me and he's a lower level staff person. There's no reason for Donald Trump to be calling him. They turned it over to the DOJ. That was a week ago.
3: You 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 do you know that karma is so real because remember when he was running against Hillary, it was where's the missing emails? Where's the missing emails? now how the DOJ gonna erase all January 6th and 7th text messages? They just oh, came up you know, missing Service, all
4: the The Secret Service, how they yeah, yeah, only have sure.
3: one. I'm I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, they only can they only have one text message, which is very interesting considering they're saying that when they switched over servers, they lost everything. But there was time frames before and after January 6th where they were specifically instructed to save text messages. So how is it the child had specific instructions and they still magically disappeared? It was before and after the insurrection. But they, they,
2: just- they
3: said it. We are set up. We are set up to lose because they are working from the inside out with this. They got too many people on the other side that's involved in all of this foolishness. From the from the state capital police to the Secret Service to the DOJ to some of these goddamn congressmen and Republicans, they all just woo. Step back and breathe, Lord. I'm trying to make two million. So when I run to when I run to Europe in in 2024, (laughs)
4: well, I'm also not looking good. But I'm also curious to see what they're going to do about some of these other Republican representatives like the Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan and even Lindsey Graham. Like, are they going to be culpable to anything in all of this that's going on? Because they played a part, too, especially Mark Meadows. I think they're going to end up making him the scapegoat for Trump. If they really try to bring charges against Trump, they're going to make Mark Meadows the scapegoat. Let me tell you, I, I could already see that.
3: I think Trump would die before he went to jail. I do. And I hate to say it like that, but I do think that he would die before he went to jail because he's just such a stubborn ass. But you know, Lauren, today they talked about, what was I about to tell you when you mentioned Mark Meadows and the Republican. So the Republicans voted 90, what was it? 99 to 1 or 98 to 1 to for birth control, against birth control. They don't want people to have no kind of birth control, contraception, condoms, plan Bs. Oh,
4: the house against. the house vote no it was 151 republicans let's be clear on that number 151 oh. republicans in the house voted against protecting contraceptive rights for women today or I'm sorry I think that was yesterday 151 republicans yep
3: and I stood with women and talked about we wanted women to we wanted to stand with women on control of their bodies. Now this week they had the the gay right the gay marriage and gay rights bill on the on the agenda. Uh, yeah, they they moving to remove that. They're moving they to remove
4: as well too. They voted to protect that as well, interracial and same sex marriages. They voted to protect that too. But I think those same one hundred and fifty one Republicans voted against it. Yep. Woo. So we, we, it's, it's a good thing we have the majority right now, but I don't know how much longer we're going to have this majority. Let me tell you.
3: Yeah, look, your, your president tested positive for COVID. He got, and he's been he double president? booted and double vaccinated. Why is he my president? No, he's my president too. I voted for him too. <laughs> I'm just saying, president. I voted for him too and proudly voted for him. I uh, didn't we'll vote I for him come up nothing.
4: Well, if it came down to voting for Joe Biden or Donald Trump again in 2024, I would still vote for Joe. I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. It's, it's at the point where now we got to look at voting as like what's the lesser of two evils. But I will say what's interesting about this country when it comes to elected officials. Um, I actually saw a post that Sean King made. Um, he was saying that America is the only country that has elected officials that are like in their 70s running the country like no other country has that he made reference to like, um, I forgot the other two, but like their presidents are like 36 and 37 years old. Like they're having kids for the first time and they're youthful, they're progressive. You know, we got all these old white men running this country and they don't know what the hell they're doing at this point. They're just so out of touch and not with the times. That's why we're in the predicaments that we're in now as a country. It's crazy.
3: When they always talk about Joe ain't gonna remember, and Joe might not remember. I think if he run again, he might vote for the wrong person, he might not even vote for himself. But we still well, gonna vote for him
4: <laughs> by the time Joe, well, he's not doing well either. It, I saw that the majority of Democrats don't want him to run in 2024,
3: so but but and and we have nobody, so if they don't want him to run, then they better be setting somebody up because we don't have anybody. Kamala is not going to win. I'm, I'm just, I don't think I don't think that Kamala would be no, the president not. of the United States.
4: Because honestly, at this point, she's guilty by association. She's a part of the Biden administration. And a lot of people have asked, where have you been? You know, even when Roe was overturned, it took Joe like a week and a half to do something about it, to actually say something. His initial statement was just, I'm I'm shocked.
3: Uh-huh. And, and the fear now. With-
4: Like you're Uh shocked? Are you going to do something about it? It took him a week Mm. to actually put any type of legislation in in place. You know, he finally signed that executive order saying that you know he's going to protect women uh, and allowing them to have abortions in cases of emergency. But that, like, why did it take you so long? And then you also have a black female vice president, Kamala. Where were you to say anything to him to say this is important? And why didn't y'all have a plan in place? There's just I know that he inherited a messed up situation because of Donald Trump basically undid a lot of things that Obama did. And Donald Trump was also, you know, benefiting off of a lot of things that Obama did, especially economically. But I don't know. Joe is just giving he's very out of touch. And Kamala, I don't know what the hell she's doing. So
3: both two were never my personal favorites or picks. And I said that publicly, but I dealt with what I had to deal with when they dealt the hand. The scariest part of being on Biden's under re- Biden's regime right now is you see how the COVID is going back up, and that monkeypox, and today somebody in New York polio. They had a shot for polio since the damn sixties or seventies. Now somebody in tested. They're gonna. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm my conspiracy. My my mind thinking. I'm afraid the closer we get to the 2024 elections, they're just going to keep releasing more and more kind of uh, transmittable diseases to make it look really bad under Biden's watch. And people going to fall for that bullshit.
4: I don't know if it's that or I just feel like we're in like an apocalyptic era. I don't know. That's what it's giving because I saw something. First of all, COVID cases are going up. There's a new BA5 variant that's supposed to be worse than Delta and Omicron. I saw that. Then there was first person got polio. Um, You know, we're dealing with monkey pox and nobody knows really what's going on with that because they don't have all the science and the data yet. And there was some other um, there's just a lot of like diseases going around. Some are like, oh, it's mild, but I don't believe anything at this point because I don't know if I trust the
3: W.H.O. Which is why I'm saying that I believe they are releasing them when they get when, anytime it needs to be a distraction or they need to just it gets close to make bite look bad. And girl, let me tell you about that monkeypox. I ain't been to the zoo in years. I bet not I bet not catch no damn <laughs> <monkey> pox. <laughs> 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 I'm making light of it you all this laughing, shit.
4: but it's just it's scary to even think about having monkeypox. Like, I've seen like people's testimony about. How painful it is to just have lesions on your skin. And it's so painful. And Boy, it, look
3: like, it looks like a killmonger from a uh, Black Panther with all the little long, yeah. But jo- yeah. Michael B. Jordan was sexy with his let me say, was that monkeypox or was that Black Panther pox?
4: <laughs> yeah, like he's it's very painful. And they're just talking about the the like excruciating levels of just pain that they're feeling. You know, and it's like I don't even, and it's Ooh. apparently really being transmitted amongst gay men right now. So it's just, it's crazy because y'all know I work for a healthcare organizations, so we talking about this monkeypox all the time. It's yeah, they, say me, Pops,
3: they, have, they have you bleeding out your rectum.
4: That, and they're also saying it could possibly tra- be transmitted through semen. So it's just so many things we just don't know. And they haven't. I know today Joe Biden announced like 140 million dollars that he's going to do for vaccines monkeypox because they also there's a vaccine shortage. There's yeah. not
3: enough
4: vaccines
3: for everybody <laughs> to go around. You know, everything, baby milk, baby sure everything. Before we get off the show today, I want to give two prayers out. One to Brittany Griner. Prayers for Brittany Griner. When I when I started really researching the situation, because Lauren, you had told me the extre- the extremities of it, mm-hmm. but when I watched how tall this woman is, and y'all got her in a five foot cell. I don't know the length of the cell, but the height is. So, so this woman can't even stand up straight and stretch her arms and her legs out. I don't know the length of it. And from when the guy that they just brought home that was in the military that was over there for a couple of years talked about, they made him stand up 23 hours a day. And and Brittany Griner looks like a, a big man. I mean, she don't look like a man in the face, but she's big. And, you know, she's a very butch. But she's completely a woman. You don't know what they're doing to this woman over there. And I I just, I pray to God that this government will trade whatever they want to get this woman home because who knows what her mental capacity may be.
4: And I know that her her trial started, and I'm actually more concerned, actually, now that you brought up Brittany Griner, because she pled guilty. Um, and she basically said that her doctor in Arizona said that, you know, she was, She needed uh, cannabis basically for her joints or something like that. So the fact that she's now pleaded guilty is um, making me even more concerned for her safety. And then it also kind of makes me a little doubtful that they're actually going to let her come home. So um, I just I'm keeping, you know, my fingers crossed for her. Um, You know, her wife has spoken out several times. I'm glad that she made Mm -hmm. her plea to Joe Biden, because like I said, they are. I knew from the beginning that something wasn't right and that they were definitely that Putin was trying to use this as a ploy, you know, to do whatever, to push his agenda when it came to the United States, because we're still at war with Russia at this point because of Ukraine. So um,
3: and that's my second prayer. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So I'm concerned for Brittany Greiner. Ukraine, it seems like Russia is actually starting to get the upper hand in the Ukrainian war. Um, and uh, like I said, that's why I feel like we're just in like a post-apocalyptic, uh, not even post, we're in an apocalyptic era. We got yeah. wars going on. We got, you know, U.S. citizens that are being taken as prisoners. We got disease outbreaks. It's it's crazy the times that we're living in, you know.
3: And, and with the as hell. Everything. Happening, it's so much infighting within the country from uh, from not just from the parties, but from racism, from different classes, different uh different types of people. It's it's just crazy. Also, prayers to our President Joe Biden. We've all voted for him, and we want Joe to. We we need Joe. We need Joe to be okay. We need Joe to get well. I need and to
4: twenty twenty four. Yeah, he got to make it to twenty twenty four.
3: Yeah, we need Joe to be okay. So yeah, we all simultaneously send out a prayers for Joe because strength in numbers because. We might be kikiing or whatever, but COVID is still out here. It's still real. I st- Look, sometimes I-, I had slowed down on my spraying. I went to Walmart yesterday and stacked up, Lauren, so get ready when I see you. <laughs> 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 but thank you guys for joining us here on Laugh and Learn today. We greatly appreciate you. We will be in studio next week at Blowing Ain't Out of Town.
4: Don't try and blame me for that. Wait a minute.
3: <laughs> I had to do- I'm, I'm pulling a Donald Trump. It's my, it's my, it's called my distraction.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Got it. If
3: Lauren is in town, because you know, she'd be flying and stuff, be busy working with her other job and stuff. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm you can catch Lauren. You can follow Lauren Hogan on uh YouTube and Lauren Armani H on Instagram. And uh we also have a Laugh and Learn page that Lauren works on and does all the goodies, goodies. And, and where I'm at, I'm in my beard right now, but where I'm at? Oh,
4: don't tell the people where you are. Wait a minute. Secret location, remember. Um, no, but you can follow Flame at Mumra Flame on Instagram and um, Flame and Row on you I must say your your YouTube page looks very nice now. I
3: don't know what you've been oh, doing. Oh, thank you, Cammy. I want to thank Cammy Oh, let me give a shout out to Cammy Johnson, my new PR girl. Oh, and I have TikTok, Lauren. I'm on TikTok. I'm not even on TikTok. That's funny flame monroe 125 i'm on tiktok uh, and my tiktok is doing pretty good as it should be shoot it's funny oh oh yeah let me let me get these commercials before we leave um august the 17th i will be at the columbus uh columbus ohio funny bone for two shows get your tickets on their website columbus funny bone uh august 26th through 28th i will be at tommy t's in pleasanton california So get your tickets there, Tommy T's, for five shows, right? Two Friday, Mm -hmm. two Saturday? You got five shows, girl. Oh, five. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So get your tickets there, Tommy T's, August 26th to 28th. September the 1st and the 4th, I will be in Chicago at the Fantasy Night Club. Go to Eventbrite Eventbrite, and just type in he she Win and give you all the information. So yeah, the annual white party and a brunch. Catch me somewhere. We're going to have a great time because at Laugh and Learn, what we do, Lauren? What we do? We
4: are not ever trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind because why
3: flame? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And what you all really need to know is right now is a very crucial time for you to to see what the world for what it is. Think for yourself and be comfortable with your decisions because, baby, tomorrow is not promised. And it's getting scary by the damn day. Good God.
4: Yeah. My last thing of what I will just say is please protect your mental health. Like I said, I feel like I'm in an apocalyptic time please protect your mental health. It's important. If you yeah. need to therapy, go to therapy, but do what you got to do for you to protect your mental health because, yeah. woo, we live in a crazy world. So, yeah.
3: And talk to somebody because I don't always just listen to me because I talk to somebody too. They <laughs> live inside of me, but I talk to them all the time.
4: you going to talk to him in about 20 minutes, right?
3: <laughs> right. Maybe <Later> 15. <laughs> okay, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Erin. Uh, please listen to us uh, or please follow us on La- on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Apple Spotify Amazon wherever you listen wherever to your podcast. we'll be, be on next week because we miss our boy Kendall and I know he miss us.
4: Kendall ready to fight us? Okay,
3: be be, be clear. Kendall ready to fight us? So Kendall love us. Kendall love us. <laughs> <He knows laughs> you. All right, thank you, Lauren Hogan. I will see you next week. Thank you guys, Flamez, for joining us and for here on Laugh and Learn, where hopefully you learned something and hopefully you laughed a little bit in this series, crucial times. Bye, pretty girl. Bye. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame (laughs) Row. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn.